In the book of Isaiah, chapter 5, verses 20 and 21, we read this, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and shrewd in their own sight. We live in a world with people saying that evil is good and good is evil, and it is only getting worse. Today on the Dr. Matters podcast, we're going to have a conversation about some controversy that is now happening and what is passing for good, wholesome content and what's being kicked to the side. We're going to talk about that here today on the Dr. Matters podcast. It starts right now. Welcome to the Doctrine Matters Podcast, a tool to help believers rediscover true biblical doctrine and to help them understand and live out their faith in their homes, in their churches, and in their communities. Thank you for listening to this episode. Let's get right to it. Well, there's no secret that we live in a world that is turned upside down, and it is crazy. It's getting crazier by the day, and we see things being called good, which are actually evil, things that are being celebrated that are actually evil. And one of those things is the ongoing ignorance of drag queens, not only celebrated in our culture, but finding its place in libraries, in kids' schools, and now onto country music, television, and their award shows. I remember as a kid when actual country music was still country music before it turned into rock and pop country music. I loved watching the award shows. I loved singing along to my favorite songs by my favorite artist, but now it seems like CMT, country music television, has taken a hard liberal left turn. Now, full disclosure, I haven't watched CMT or any of its award shows in years, so I am not sure if they have already taken that hard liberal left turn, but they have done so now. Last night at their award show, Kelsey Ballerini, a country music singer, which interestingly enough, I, I had... I don't know if I'd call it a privilege, but I met her in real life one time. I used to have a friend that uh, he's actually a pretty famous guy around Nashville, radio DJ, took me to a singer-songwriter award show that I got to see up close and personal. I got to sit at a table with Ray Stevens and some other great country music songwriters, and it was a, a cool little night. Uh, but I did get to come by and shake her hand, and nothing crazy, nothing fantastic. I just, whatever, you know, to me. I don't get all crazy about meeting people, but... Anyway, Kelsey Ballerini has now performed at this CMT award show last night, and I'm not going to show you. You can go look this up. You can go Google this, YouTube this, whatever you want to do. But she performed with four drag queens right there on live television, right there when many kids and families may have been watching. I don't know if they were like me in the past. I was a kid. I watched with my family, and nothing like that ever came across these award shows. But now you can see drag queens being celebrated at country music television's award shows on primetime television live for all of the world to see. 
This is something that is not being hidden in the dark. It's not something that's just being secluded to little areas of the world and, and little pockets of the world and little pockets of communities. It is wide open in your face and nobody's afraid to hide it anymore. Now, here's the interesting thing about CMT is they have allowed these drag queens to perform live on stage with this singer and be celebrated and people cheering and confetti falling and all of these things. But just five days ago, Jason Aldean released his newest video to a song called Try That in a Small Town. And essentially what this video and song is talking about is all of the riots and all of the things that have taken place in our world over the past few years, all of the breaking the glass and lighting the the things on fire, lighting cities on fire, sucker punching people, um, carjacking people, killing police officers. He's essentially saying, try that in a small town. And when it got released, many people thought that it had racist undertones and different things like that and was very inappropriate. Now, all he was doing was showing facts. He was showing real life things that in real life happened. He was showing video clips from those things talking about those things. And this said, hey, come to these small towns and try that, where people are raised differently, where they won't stand for stuff like that. And I understand what he's saying. There's a lot of small towns here in the South that would not let you throw a brick through any of their mom and pop shops any, or even think about it because they care about other people. They care about things, buildings, businesses. They care about each other. It has nothing to do with racism. It has nothing to do with really firing back at BLM, which if you know me, BLM is nothing more than uh, the culture's equivalent to false teachers in the Christian community. All BLM did was take people's money and run, just like these false teachers do, like Kenneth Copeland and Jesse Duplantis and people like that. They take your money and run. That's what BLM did. So BLM is not... Anybody associated with BLM should be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law, in my opinion, because it was a front to steal money. But anyway, I digress. This is the world we live in, where you take a song and a video that is actually geared toward your primary demographic, and you neglect and reject that video to allow in this filth from the left to allow dancing drag queens on primetime country music television award ceremonies. I don't understand. I don't know if CMT is about to be made an example of like Bud Light has and Target has and other companies that have tried this type of agenda has, but I'm willing to bet it's not going to sit well with many country music fans these days because although country music has changed and it's not really country music, the demographic for country music is still people that love freedom, that love America, that love each other, and will not stand for evil. I say that loosely these days, but I do still think the demographic is probably going to have something to say about this, and the majority will probably have something to say about this. And I hope they push back and we'll start to see, again, another company be made uh, an example of with all of this liberal left-leaning drag queen LGBTQ nonsense that they're shoving down the people of America's throat. Now, I've done my best to try not to rant here, 
I've done my best to try to hold it all together because I can't stand the way our culture is, which means we need to open the book. We need as Americans, I'll just say Americans, and if you're listening from another part of the world, everyone in the world that belongs to Christ needs to open the Bible. We need to dust off our Bibles. I have two bookshelves in this office, and many people may have a bookshelf in their room with their Bible that sits on it and collects dust throughout the week. We need to knock the dust off the Word of God and get back in it. And instead of standing for songs that we love or videos that we love, we need to stand firm on the Word of God, and we need to go forward and preach and proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. We need to open our Bibles and read it and not even get caught up in the country music scene or not even get caught up in a culture, culture, uh, any type of culture uh, scene that's out there. We, we don't need to be relevant. We've talked about this at length. We've talked about this with the Bible. We don't need to bring the Bible into the 21st century. We need to open our Bibles and read, thus saith the Lord, and then live according to what the Bible says. So if we would, you know, what, what would happen if we stopped listening to all the country music and started listening to good, wholesome music like Sovereign Grace Music or City of Light or whoever is your favorite? What if we just started singing psalms and that's it? But what if we actually stood up and started being believers? Would we find ourselves at places like country music concerts where people are half-dressed and all, all drunk running around? I, I, I know I sound like a, a fundamentalist, independent fundamentalist Baptist person right now, but that's okay. Because I think that what we have done in America and in our world today is we've taken what God has said and we've kind of stretched it a bit. And we've stretched it even more to, to not sound so legalistic. And sometimes maybe it's good to be called a legalist because I think if we're trying to obey Christ, we will be called a legalist by other people that aren't. But we have stretched God's word to get away with so much when what we really need to do is take God's word for what it says and we need to do what it says. So then we might find ourselves listening to different things, going to different places, hanging around different people, people where God can be talked about freely, people where people that will be able to hang around where Christ is exalted, music that we listen to where Christ is exalted, concerts that we go to where Christ is exalted and not the world. Listen, I, I am a conservative guy. I, I, I vote Republican. <laughs> I may lose followers for saying that. But listen, politics is not my thing. I could care less about Jason Aldean's song. But when we see our culture moving in a way that is so sinful, then I think that we're to blame as Christians. When are we going to stand up regardless of what kind of pushback we get? When are we going to do what God has called us to do? and live for the glory of God, the exaltation of Christ, and the building up of the body of Christ, and then taking that and serving our communities by proclaiming the Word of God and standing firm on the Word of God. 
I see a lot of these guys that go out into the public square and they sing psalms and they preach the gospel and they open air preach and they do these things. I could I see these people get made fun of a lot and talked about, but these people are ones that are not just sitting on their tails waiting on someone else to change the world and 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 be world shakers like Paul was in the book of Acts. These people are getting out and doing something. Methodology, could we change some methods? Probably. But is the word true? Is the is 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 what's going forth true? Are they digging in and 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 just standing there and taking it and continuing to preach the gospel and continuing to go back? Absolutely. We need men and women who love Christ to dig into the word. And we need to start to set a new path. Because right now I see a path that's that's two different paths that are happening in our world. You've got the conservative path where I'm with Jason Aldean. I'm with Republicans. I'm with conservatives. I'm with freedom. I'm with America. And then you've got the liberal ones, the liberal path that I hate America. And even if I do like America, I hate what it stands for. I hate uh, kind of the ideologies of America. I love sin. I love to, to, to just flaunt sin. I love all these things. And these are the two paths that we have. But where is the path that says, I'm going to follow Christ and I'm going to obey the word of God at all costs, regardless of what it costs me? Do you see that people like Bud Light and CMT and Target, they may backpedal a bit, but they're going hard in the paint with what they quote unquote believe they're doing it. They're trying it and they're going to see what the outcome is. So we need people that are willing to say, whatever the outcome, I'm going to go hard in the paint for the Lord. (laughs) I'm going to go hard in the paint for the gospel, for the word of God. And we're going to stand firm and see what happens. Make a new path. It doesn't have to be conservative and liberal. Let it be Christ. And let's start today. This has been brief, but I hope you are challenged. Yes, I do love America. I love our freedom. I love, I am a conservative, both in uh, our world and conservative in theology. So I, I, I do take pieces of that path, right? So don't hear me say I hate America. I hate conservatism. I hate all these things. I don't. But I think that we can make those things an idol, and neglect what truly matters, and that is the Word of God. So let's stand firm. Let's change the world, not to be conservative, but to be Christ-like. And we can only do that by Christians who profess to be Christians, who actually are Christians, by dusting off their Bibles, opening them up, and doing what they say. Let's change the world. Paul and that whole group in the book of Acts we're, we're called world shakers, or who's turning this world upside down? They went in and attacked with the gospel, and they were labeled world shakers and turning the world upside down and, and just being people that love Christ enough to do whatever it took, beatings, prison, threatening, all of those things, yet they continued to do what they were called to do. Let's be world shakers. Let's, let's, let's step foot one in front of the other for Christ and hope to see this world be like Christ and less like the world. Get in your Bibles. What are you reading? What are you studying? Comment. Let me know what we're, let's study together. 
leave me something you're studying in the word and I'll study it too. Let's, let's then think about ways we can take that into the public square, not just in our homes, not just in our churches, but out into the community, our jobs, wherever we find ourselves. And let's flip this world upside down for the sake of Christ. We've gone way too long letting the world get its way. And it's time for us to step up or bow out completely. Let's step up, church. Until next time, God bless.